Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alvern Bullard. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Alvern. And today we'll be looking at how to build an online community that's active and engaged. Are you ready? Let's get into it. So Anna felt stranded. She heard that growing a community on social media is a great way to generate a consistent income online. But she wondered how to build an online community that is engaged. A few years ago, Anna made a first attempt at building an engaged group on social media, but it went quite pretty quickly. This time, she wants to do it right so that she can have over 1,000 engaged group members in 90 days. As you know, social media has become a part of our everyday lives. Whether you're talking about posting pictures and updates on Facebook, tweeting about your, your our latest activities on Twitter, or sharing funny memes on Instagram, social media has become a major source of entertainment and information. Social media platforms are also powerful tools for connecting people and building community. Platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram bring people together. Facebook groups in particular are great online communities. If you want the students in your online course to be able to connect and learn from each other, you're probably interested in how to build an online community. But building an online community isn't always easy. In this episode, we'll walk through the steps needed to build an online community and make sure that it is also engaged. So in case you're all new to this whole idea of an online community, you're probably wondering, so what exactly is an online community? Well, an online community is a group of individuals who share common interests and goals. The members of an online community may be connected through website, blog, forum, Facebook group, or any other sort of digital communication service. Online communities provide platform for individuals to interact and collaborate around specific topics. They also allow businesses to connect with their customers and prospects and ambassadors as well. For course creators, online communities serve as a powerful learning tool, facilitating connection between students and allowing them to learn from each other, improves overall learning process. Your vibrant online community can also drive sales of your online course. So why build an online community anyway? Well, as a course creator, the online community you create will be focused on bringing your students together. This has obvious benefits for students in the form of a space for them to ask questions about the course procedure or content and to learn from each other. However, it also has benefits for your online training business, including turning satisfied students into brand ambassadors. So very important. Creating an online community can ultimately increase the money you'd make from selling online lessons. Students who actively engage in your online community are more likely to find that they receive a benefit from your course. This will lead them to purchase further courses and increase your revenue. Happy students will also help you reach a larger audience. If they are happy with the benefit they have received from your course and from being with like-minded people in your shared space, they can refer new people to your online platform. Your online community will also afford you the opportunity to present yourself as a leader in the field with the social proof of a large online community behind you. Instant fame, as they call it. The students engaging with you in your community will also feel a connection to you and be more likely to refer others to your course. Social networks and blog posts can only take you so far. 
having real people see and attest to your expertise is a great is great for content creators who showcase their abilities. Online communities will not only highlight your strengths and build brand brand loyalty, but also point out your weaknesses. Don't worry, this is a good thing. Taking the temperature of your online community and finding the content your students are struggling with allows you to improve your course offerings. How neat. Students in your community will also be able to point out any potential technical glitches. Your engaged community can be your first line of quality assurance. So let's look at the main types of online communities for entrepreneurs. There are a wide variety of online communities. They range from meme sharing groups, communities for professionals in geographic area. There are two main types of uh, community groups that will be of interest to course creators specifically that will highlight below. And no, it's not a meme share. It could be a meme sharing group if your course is all about creating memes. <laughs> okay, so let's go. First up is the learning communities. What is it? Learning community are built around, well, learning. You would create this online community around your course. You could even consider a membership community. The benefits, improve student outcomes. So students' success benefits, not just the student in terms of the knowledge gained, but also you as a course creator, students have succeeded are happy students who will buy more courses, refer students. The benefits of online community have been shown to improve test scores and completion course completion rates. The next benefit is fast social learning. In online community, students can learn from each other. They can also receive faster answers to their questions. Peer support is also a great accountability feature. A great example of a post uh, for a new community could be an accountability partner post. This post could allow students to find someone they can partner with to ensure they keep on track with the course. And the next one, the most obvious one, or probably not obvious, but the most lucrative one then in terms of benefits is course ideas. When you pay attention to what your students are discussing and what they need, you might get an idea for a new course. You can anticipate your students' needs and create a course to meet them. Your group members will help you to help them. Finding what students need will require you to stay engaged with your online community. So that's a learning communities. The next one is brand communities. This is specifically for course creators now. So what is it? A brand community are built around businesses. So they, they, though learning is your business, you could consider a brand community if you offer a variety of courses. This is a place where fans of your teaching style can engage with you and others and stay tuned for more course offerings. It can be a great complement to your business's social media presence. A good example of this is, for example, I don't know if you know um, Jenna Kocha. She has the Gold Diggers Podcast Insiders. So people who listen to the podcast, they actually join this particular community and they engage with each other and all of them then learn or, um, learn from Jenna's variety of courses and everything that she posts on social media, about email list building and all of that fun stuff. So what are the benefits of these brand communities? Number one, customer retention. So building an online community for your brand will increase loyalty toward your online learning brand. Loyalty is built through engagement and through quick responses to customer inquiries in your community. Online communities are a great place to improve customer service. Members can ask important questions and receive quick answers from the community. You can also respond to these posts and follow up as needed. The next one is product feedback. So your brand community will be able to be, be, be filled with fans and they can make Ideal targets to test new ideas. As you trial ideas and offerings with them, you can gather feedback and improve the product. In this case, your business goals are met via your in-house focus group, your online community. So 
most people um, who are launching an online course, they need to beta test it. And one of the best places to beta test it is in a brand community because you don't have an online course. You do have a following or people following your brand. So for example, you're a celebrity or you're famous, not necessarily a celebrity celebrity. Uh, you can build a following in that in that sense. And then um, if you want to launch then, for example, Porsche Spice and a whole slew of others, um, including all the tennis stars, Beyonce, they, they all were in, like she's a uh, singer performer and now she launches her own brand of items. So there's lots and lots of examples online of this. Okay, so a guide to building a successful online community. Now that you understand the value of building an online community around your course or your online learning brand, it is time to learn the steps to do it. If you find that you need further guidance after you've read through the steps, you can schedule a call with me to discuss you need to head over to successunscramble.com forward slash EP261 to get access to the show notes and the links to book some time in my calendar, etc. Or if it is you want the shortened version of that, if you want directly access to my calendar, you get to go to successunscramble.com forward slash T for Tango, M for, um, M, for Mo- M for Motel, S for Sierra. So that's T for Tango, M for Motel, S for Sierra. And for Michael, for Sierra. Okay, and then you can book a time, some time in my calendar to discuss your requirements with me. The best option is always to get started. So let's define the purpose and goals of your community. So that's one thing you need to do before you even start a community. Because your purpose and goals will, def- will define the group rules. It will define um, what kind of community you're going to build. It will define the name of your community. Define the type of people you're going to target to come into your community, etc. So let's focus on the, the purpose and goals now. What type of online community do you want to grow? Online communities can have more than one purpose, but it is best practice to identify the main purpose of your community. While you want to leverage your community to increase core sales, this is not, will not necessarily be done by marketing to your community, but rather by the members feeling that they are they, they are receiving value for the community from the community. The best way to ensure students find value in your community is by building a great community. You want it to be a space where people can come together around shared interests, where they can learn from their peers and share successes. You might also use your community as a space for people to find employment if your course courses are geared toward career change or the business will. Build a viable community rather than focusing exclusively on how you can improve your sales. The goal of, of, the, of your community should be based on meeting the needs of your online course students. You also want to increase the engagement in the community. It is best to define a few key performance indicators to make sure you can track whether you are meeting your goal. This will keep you and your community focused. By tracking, you can also find what is and isn't working for students. Tweak it and improve the experience. So once you've gone that, you've, you have your purpose and your goal set out, the next thing to do is um, determine who your ideal community members are. So you see how that works. There's no point trying, trying to determine who your ideal communities or members are going to be until you know what the purpose and goal of your community is. So before you begin, your community you need will need to establish who will be in it. Determining the members will help decide the tone and direction of the community. As an online course creator, you have a few options. You can opt to have only currently enrolled students in your community. These creates this creates an online community focus on learning and your course content. But if you don't already have a course, 
that's fine. You can build the community and then the course next. Your online community would be like a study group. If it is you have a course where students can seek answers from each other and hold each other accountable for reaching goals. If you opt to only have current students in your group, consider having another place for them to move once they complete the course. This keeps them engaged with you and your content. You can also allow students to have who have completed your course into the community. The community can remain focused on your subject matter, but will probably have a larger scope. Allowing former students, uh, former members or students lend themselves to a job opportunity post. Former students can also ask expansion questions since they have mastered your content, they can bring additional ideas from the field into the community. This could, could, could give you ideas for additional courses. They can also help current students if they are so inclined. Perhaps most importantly to you, they can decide to enroll in additional courses. A big consideration is whether you want to open your online community to potential students. An online community can be a great place to convert potential students into students. However, it might not mesh with the feeling of the group to have someone not enrolled or previously enrolled in the course in the course in the community. You could would also need to ensure that your community has rules against posting course content in the group. Very, very tricky. While having potential students as members of the group would be, be done with an eye to entice them to join. You don't want to give them the whole course for free. One way to um I suppose monitor this is to prevent people from posting um, in, in your community directly without formal post, post approval in the, like the first year or so. That way um, you can catch anybody who is potentially posting content from your course, if, especially if you have several courses um, for free, in, the, in the free group. Okay, once you, you know what the focus and goals are, you know who your ideal clients are or customers or potential students. Now it's time to create your guidelines and rules. Alas, the internet is not free of conflict or trolls or, you know, all of those fun things. To avoid your online community becoming a troll party, it is imperative for you to set up rules, guidelines that govern the behavior of both your community members, but also your moderators. By setting clear expectations for everyone, involved in the community building process. You can do your part to create a peaceful corner of the internet. A key thing that your that your rules should address is that rude behavior is not allowed. Draw a line between debate and harassment. While your topic matter may lend itself to passionate debate, you don't want community members crossing the line. Set rules regarding language, personal attacks, and doxing. You will also find, need to specify that discrimination of any kind is not tolerated. Learning is for everyone after all. The scope of the topics allowed in the community should be clearly defined to keep the group cohesive and everyone on the same page. Off-topic personal discussions can help build a sense of community, but you will need to consider their downsides. They can derail the group from its main focus and possibly create conflict by bringing up contentious issues like sports, politics, and religion. <laughs> Just saying. Defining the topics allowed means that everyone will remain on the same page. A possible solution to this is to specify a specific post or day per week for off-topic comments. This will give your group the feel of an in-person community without plugging group members' feeds with things unrelated to subject, to subject matter and about learning. So how moderators will handle digression from the rules, whether it be rude comments or off-topic posts, should be also be defined. You can consider warnings for first offense, post deletion, or group bans, 
depending on the severity of the offense. Right. Now that you've got the focus done, who you know, your potential customers are going to be, your guidelines and rules, now it's time to choose the platform. How exciting! Are you ready? When considering creating an online community, you, you might, your mind might jump straight to a Facebook group. While Facebook groups are a powerful player in online communities, they aren't the only show in town. Consider all of your options before settling on one. For me, I prefer a Facebook community. I'll tell you why, because... Um, I don't have to set up a whole brand new platform. People are already logged in there, etc. But let's let's stick let's stick to the you know the notes. Free community platforms. So free community platforms are great because well they're free. These includes ubiquitous um, Facebook groups and all sort of communities like subreddits and LinkedIn groups. They have the advantage of being easy to start up, no coding, no WordPress plugins. They are a great option if you need to get on online community site quickly. Besides being free and easy, these platforms offer the benefit of built-in user base. Your students probably already have a Facebook account and can connect with your community easily, as opposed to hosting your own community where students will have to create new logins and learn a new platform. If you decide to allow potential students in your group, you draw them through their searches on the platform. Next up, is the branded community platform. So building a branded online community will inf involve building your own site. Once you've built your, own, your your platform, you can offer it as a for a membership fee as opposed to free community platforms, which are always free for your members. Another benefit of the branded community platform is that it, it might is that might make it worth investing in that you completely control the experience. You can ensure your students are focused on their content and each other rather than being distracted by ads in Facebook. For example, if you do run ads, you can decide their placement and keep the revenue generated from them. So the next thing you need to do then is determine your key players in your community. If you're currently running your online course creation business, solo congratulations, you have found your key community player. It is you. You will be the main admin of your group and responsible for fostering it and helping it grow. It is an important role, but can also be fun. If managing the community becomes too cumbersome, you can consider hiring a community manager for your Facebook group. This person would be responsible for monitoring the group for its use and engaging in posts in addition to you. If that is not within your budget, you can reach out to your community and see if there are any volunteers to moderate the group to keep it in a great space for everyone. Um, do you run a larger business but that already has separate roles? Then consider who should be engaged in a group. What is their role? If you have customer support, they should be a part of the community to answer questions. Sales should be part, a part of the team for marketing purposes. If there will be multiple team members in the group, clearly find their roles and make sure they're invested in fostering community growth. Right. Now that you've got all that nailed down, it's time to set up and create a community. Are you ready? So once you've considered all of the above, it's time to create a community. If creating a branded community platform, you will need to design, of course, and build a site. If you're hosting a free community, customize it to the degree the site allows. Make sure you have a cover photo or header banner that quickly reflects the group. If using Facebook groups, for example, you will want to ensure that you have any membership questions you might uh, require are posted also have your rules and guidelines somewhere clear and accessible. Test your community for glitches. You want to launch your new community to be seamless, a seamless process. So 
yeah, header. Um, there's a lot, a lot of um, step-by-step rules in terms of uh, what you should create first. Okay, so you create a group. Type thing. Do you want the group with, to be a social group where you have guides? Step one, step two, step three. Um, decide decide on who will be the admin. Decide if it is you want the group to be uh, publicly visible or, or uh, in terms of people can find it by searching, on, especially if it's on Facebook, by searching on Facebook. Or if you want it to be 100%, 100% private. Um, other things to consider is what you want in the group rules. Make sure when you add a header banner in, in Facebook that you put a description and a link to whatever your freebie is. Um, other things to consider are things like what, like who who posts what. If it is you, someone's going to post something, does it get approval first? Or can anybody post and then you know, it's, a, it's like a free-for-all? And what kind of posts are allowed? So are you going to allow just um, text posts, image posts, reels, uh, people going live, and all of that fun stuff? There are so many different things you need to consider when you are creating your Facebook group. Just spend some time going through every single step, step by step. And by the end of it, you know, go through every section, the settings, the color scheme, you know, everything um, while you're setting it up. Okay. Once it's set up and good to go, it's time to start promoting it. Um, you can promote it by uh, with Facebook ads, but not directly. It's like on the thank you page of the Facebook ad, you can get people, like you said, you, you have a free bead, like a lead magnet. And at the thank you page, you invite people to join your um, Facebook group. That could be one way of doing it. Or you can do it by... There's a lot of um, online online existing groups that allows you to post your um, Facebook community in on specific threads and specific days. So consider doing that as well. Or you can run other free events off of Facebook platforms and invite people to join your group from there. Like for example, um, audio event, like you know, events on Eventbrite, um, different events on different other platforms, Instagram. Um, TikTok, um, LinkedIn, maybe a blog, a podcast interview, you know, all of those things. Be sure to pr- promote your community as much as possible. Right. Okay. Once you have members start joining, and this is going to be a little bit nerve wracking, and I'm talking from experience here, your first few um, dozen members, say up to 50, they're going to be, they're going to be mostly quiet. Some of them will respond to your posts but they're going to be mostly quiet. And depending on the group, the type of group that you have, it could be until it gets to 100 or 200 before people start, you know, responding and really engaging. So the, the getting a first member actually in your group is the most move record. And again, I'm talking from experience. I was like, oh my goodness. Now I wanted to get my, my siblings to join. I'm thinking like, no, I'll do this. Uh, so I ran my first ad and someone requested to join it. And I was like, whoa didn't know that you know it was going to be this straightforward but again if you need help head over to success and scramble.com forward slash uh, tms tango mike uh, sierra to get access to my calendar and book some time and i can help you start and get your engaged get your facebook group up and running and then growing from then on okay so the next the most difficult thing is what do i post in my group i know so how do you inc- increase and get community involvement? 
Once you have begun your online community, it is time to fill it with students and start developing connections. In the beginning, you might need to engage in, a, in more posting to give students something to engage with and prompts to respond to. Once the community has had time to establish itself, your members will begin generating their own content, which is cool. You will need to stay involved, however, to moderate and ensure the goals of the group are being met. Some ideas to get the ball rolling include themed daily posts like Monday goals, share what you are proud of Friday, you can pose pose questions to the community, you can create posts that allow members to find an accountability partner, encourage everyone to introduce themselves. These are just some of the ideas to get started. So how do we go about expanding your online community? Once your community begins, uh, you want it to grow. Uh, some ideas to attract members to your online community include emailing a link to your email list and including a link on your website. You can promote your community via um, your social media channels. You can also encourage members to invite other members. As your community grows, it is important to continue to look at the KPIs, the key performance indicators that you selected. Keep track of the rate of your communities as, as it's growing. Watch engagement of, of various posts and, and what percentage of members post monthly. Also watch your, how promotion in your group affect your sales. So how to manage or handle your an online community. Now that your online community is established, it's time to start creating content. You can write articles, answer questions, host discussions, and more. Just make sure that your content meets the guidelines laid out in your community rules. This content will provide your community members with something to engage with as the community begins to grow. Even after your community is active, posting its own content is it is a good idea to keep posting content regularly so that your community members see value in being a member of your community. Remember that students who feel connected to you and your courses can have help drive sales by referring their friends and family. You have a thriving community. Now it's time to engage with your members, ask them questions, respond to their messages, encourage them to participate in discussions, even if you are no longer generating the bulk of the initial post, you still need to be active and engage with them. Monitoring activity in your community is essential to keeping things running smoothly. You have an established community rules and guidelines for a reason. You must continue to monitor the community to see that the guidelines are adhered to. Doing so will create a better, safer space for everyone. Check your analytics regularly to ensure that members are engaging with your content and that your rules are being followed. If your, your community is not receiving high engagement from its members, it is, isn't doing its job. You can all use analytics to tweak your strategy in your community and hopefully develop engagement. Responding to comments and questions is key to maintaining a strong community when members leave feedback, thank them and address their concerns. When they ask a question, reply promptly and offer helpful advice, of course, within reason. So for example, I don't, um, engage, I don't get involved in my community on a Saturday, I'm just not available. I'm just doing other stuff. I'm too busy um, doing the, the thing that I'm, you know, I have to get on with the rest of my life. So I let my community know I'm not available at that particular time. So if it is that you're not available on specific days of the week, make sure you tell your community. If their post is success, uh, encourage, encourage them to develop an active online community. You must be active in it. So. Building an online community, whether it be free platform, branded platform, can be a powerful piece of your online course creator toolkit. Developing these communities allows you to engage with your students, build loyalty, and increase sales. The steps in this guide are easy to follow and will lead to a strong online community. 
make sure you take the time to successfully consider your goals in creating a community and what you sh- would like the community to look like. Remember, if you want to access to the show, celebrate the success on scrambled.com forward slash EP261. Uh, make sure you monitor your group after it is created. Keep actively engaged in it. If you are considering starting an online community as part of your online course, create a journey. You can check out my 90 days and 90 minutes social media bundle, which has lots and lots of prompts and ideas that you can use inside of your community. It will help you to confidently create con- content for your community. That's the big, next big struggle. And I know from talking from experience, when you have your community, you're thinking like, oh my gosh, what do I post? Make sure you head over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP Echo Papa 261 to get access to the show notes and you'll find all the various links inside there. This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.